Welcome to episode 19 of the Mind Hub podcast with D and Cody. Uh, and today we're just going to be giving you an update on summer shredding. Um, we have a topic to talk about as well. Um, and we just wanted to thank all of you guys for listening to us. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> so should we do some shout outs? Because we got some reviews uh, on iTunes. And of course, we always want to recognize people who took the time out of their day to leave a review. So on that note, should I should I read the first one? Yeah. Okay. So this one is from Allie. And Allie says, Dee and Cody are awesome. They discuss so many different things related to fitness, weight loss, and general health. They are super knowledgeable and easy to relate to. You get a little of everything in this podcast. Great info and laughs. Great job, guys. Aw. Thanks, Allie. That is awesome. She's actually my client, I think. So, Aw, well. Shout out to you. <laughs> <laughs> so I have one from, I'm going to butcher this name, uh, Ani Luck. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> if you left a review on September 1st, thank you so much. <laughs> and this is what it said. Uh, just two people talking about the journey to a healthier life. I enjoy listening to both Dee and Cody's journey to a healthier life. They are super real, honest, and non-judgmental. They are easy to relate to with a good few laughs along the way. We appreciate that. Thank you. So if you want a shout out, you too can have your own shout out if you go and leave us a review on um, Apple Podcasts. You too can get your name butchered by either one of us. <laughs> Sorry, we are the worst. <laughs> yeah, but we're still awesome. Like, no, I'm just kidding. All right. So anyways, how are you doing? We are 3.5 weeks out from summer shredding. So like, that's crazy. We're less than a month until we yeah. hit the stage. That's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's crazy because, like, we've been at this since COVID and pushbacks and setbacks and gym closures and just everything in between. So to be this close is, like, what's going to happen? <laughs> right. And, yeah, I don't, I mean, you never know. But, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely evolved. I remember buying the tickets in February, then having no idea really what was about to happen and the gym's closed and I still remember like lifting up my heavy ass gym set that I bought from big five up my stairs and being like well this is what's gonna have to happen the next who knows how long and <laughs> here we are you know 3.5 weeks away it almost feels surreal to be honest yep <laughs> and we got some updates from the venue um so we got some updates too on ticket sales so they are selling tickets um they're probably sold out by now i'm assuming because there was very limited number of tickets so both of our crews can go but the only bad thing about it is i am in the morning show and cody is in the night show so we are not going on at the same time so when i get to eat a donut cody cannot <laughs> I just, yeah, I get so, to wait until all the way till the till end like a, of the day. Yeah, because you're you're the last category to go on, right? Yeah. So and my, I, sorry. Yeah. No, go. My category doesn't even go on until seven thirty, seven forty-five, or something like that. And mm -hmm. you're at like 
What time are you there? Nine? I, I'm the last court category in the morning, so I'm okay. at like 1.15. Okay. So you still got some unfortunate wait time there. Yeah. Um, but we got we got tickets to watch you, you know, go and stuff like that. So um, we'll be there. It'll be me, Des, and Calvin watching you. Um, so, yeah, it sucks how the way that it is split up, it really makes you spend more money because... Mm-hmm. One ticket doesn't just get you into the whole show. You have to, it's like two completely different shows, and you have to buy tickets for both. Uh, so they really drain your pocket, unfortunately. And I'll be there to to see you, and then I know that um, my people are going to have like a big party on the TV, and they're gonna watch you back at our <laughs> Airbnb. So with me, and yeah, like honestly. Um, I wonder how much they're going to uh, charge for streaming. So that's one thing, too. Like, if anyone does mm-hmm. want to watch us, they will be streaming it. However, it will cost something. I have no idea. You know what? It's probably going to be something ridiculous. And like $10, $20, I'm assuming. It, like, it can't be more than that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they charge 25 Because really? if you think about it, well, just the ticket for to sit at each show is fifty dollars fifty three plus tax or whatever so streaming half that price i could see them charging that and a backstage pass for your coach or your video person 100 bucks so fortunately i could see them charging half of an actual ticket price but thankfully my coach is in the show so that makes it easier you can come backstage and stuff Oh, perfect. I was worried that I would still need to, like, purchase a I don't think so. Thing. Okay, mm. that's good. That's good. Um, yeah, so basically they just charge you for as much as they can, but I think a lot of it does also have to do with they aren't allowed to fill the seats, so yeah. they're probably kind of, like, doubling it because less people, less ticket sale, less money, they got to, you know, make up for it somehow. So... As much as you know, you want to be mad about it. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. But three, three point five weeks out. Yes. How are you feeling as far as uh, you know? Both you and I are basically just trying to survive. <laughs> yeah, Low I mean, calories. I, <laughs> I mean, I've had a lot of family stuff going on this week, so it's been tough, like mentally, get going to the gym and just doing what I'm supposed to do and eating what I'm supposed to do. Um, but hopefully, this week will be better. Um, and I'm just, I just want to lose more weight, or at least it's not about the weight, but like look good on stage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think, uh, you know, you're doing your thing. You're still getting that done, and. I know you've had a stressful week, but you're still doing it. And I think, you know, I mean, that's just that's just the key to it all. It's like once it becomes a priority for you, that's really when you make things happen. Yeah. And, you know, when you have people that are like, oh, sorry, like life gets, you know, this happened, this happened, this is like, you know, it, you know, life does happen. And then you know, sometimes it's just not your priority, so you don't really have a means to make it happen. Yep. But 
you definitely have still made it happen. So good yeah. work. <laughs> how how are you feeling with everything and your new coach and stuff? How do you I, feel being 3.5 weeks out? Do you feel like you're almost lean? Do you feel like you're ready? Yeah, honestly, I feel so much more at ease and at peace um, with my new coach because, I mean, like I said before, it's night and day, and it was just such a mindfuck, I feel like, with the other coach, and I felt crazy, and I wasn't really sure what to think about it, you know, until that final straw, but everything is, you know, it's just, like I said, it's everything I could expect from, you know, having to coach through this, and he's been so good that I'm probably going to just keep, keep him as my coach, even past oh, wow. this show, because it's just nice to have that support, and I'm ready to, like, take the bulk seriously, you know, and, and put on some more muscle, and, uh, you know, have him take me into the next show, whichever, whichever that is, so, that's been something that's kind of been a new development for me because going into this show, I was thinking it was might be my last one because yeah. I was just kind of like, I don't know if this is, you know, where the direction that I want to go, whatever. But now I'm realizing that this is just kind of a separate part of my life. Like it's this this piece of me that I enjoy because I've always had like a sport or or something that I that I'm into. And so just having something there has been really nice. And it just was a reminder of like, oh, this is what makes me feel uh, fulfilled and alive. And I have my, my, my business and my coaching. And that is another thing. And that is where all of my energy goes to. But this is kind of like this other thing that keeps me uh, motivated and in line and and stuff like that. So I didn't realize it at the time, but they do actually complement each other. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm gonna keep this going, and you know, it's it just feels good. So I think I'm going to to keep the coach, which is so funny. I would never have thought to have kept the other one. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, so so that was this is I'm processing this live right now because I've good. not said this. <laughs> I think uh, I'm yeah. actually gonna keep my coach too, you know. <laughs> Damn. Well, I don't know if you should do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's listening who doesn't know, which I'm sure you do, but Cody is my coach for the show. Um, <laughs> but and honestly, like though, for real, I couldn't have done. I couldn't have gone through this week without you and a couple of other my friends. But like, this is like probably the hardest week of prep like that I've had so like to having you as a coach and not just a coach because you're my friend too um has been really nice oh well that's good to hear and it's funny too because it's like you asked are you you said you hoped that you weren't too much or whatever this week I was like no way dude there's literally no such thing when you're going through prep there's gonna be all sorts of emotions because <laughs> even for myself when you are hungry and uncomfortable, basically 24-7, it's really hard to regulate other feelings and emotions. Everything just seems like a really big deal. When it's kind of not, you're kind of like a baby 
where you just like <laughs> want to start crying over stupid shit because you're like, I'm hungry and I'm tired. And yep. it's like that, that inner child just really just comes out full force. So I, uh, yeah, no, this is, this is what I'm here for. And this is prep. Like, this is the shit I was like warning you about from <laughs> way back in the day. Like it's going it to get hard. It was easy up until about <laughs> probably like eight, eight weeks out. I think I had a pretty easy time, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm thankful for, but now it's like, <laughs> and that, that now it's grind time, it's push time, it's get it done yes. without thinking about it. Exactly. So on that note, but we're almost there, you know. So yeah. it'll be it'll be over soon, then we'll be morphing into the next thing. I'm already looking forward to, you know, building some muscle. I do have a, a surgery that's scheduled for 22nd of October, but I'm about. 99.9% sure that I'm canceling that shit because um okay. yeah I'm just not not into it I don't I don't want okay. to I'm over it so <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I don't know what's gonna be next for me like it's just it's crazy because I don't know like this has been my life for almost a whole year so it's like do I want to try to get leaner do I want to try to gain muscle do I want I know for a few weeks I'm gonna I just want to like chill um, especially with everything that's going to be going on after I get back from Texas. So I just want to do that. And then I don't know if I'm going to want to lean out or if I'm going to want to gain some muscle or, or what, but you know, that's up to my coach to decide. So, <laughs> well, from what I hear, your coach has told me that you can do both. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. You said that today. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so what what my suggestion would be basically is to kind of take some, take a break, spend some time in maintenance, and then uh, we can continue to just slowly lean you out and do some body recomposition stuff. So it's not going to be crazy. You're not going to be prepped, tired, and hungry. It's going to be pretty chill, but you will still be losing fat and getting muscle. So that would be my suggestion. <laughs> of course, we will talk about that in depth as it comes, but... Uh, you can do both so yay <laughs> yeah I mean it's just crazy so you said you want to go into a uh, uh, bulk after this are you gonna take a break a little break like are you gonna like have a whole box of cereal if you want I know like after the show <laughs> actually I don't know even know when your show is gonna be done but like we're gonna have a feast um, yes uh, so yeah, you know, I'll definitely enjoy the food while we're in Texas, uh, whatever that means, you know, it, it's funny because like, I don't know, I don't have this like big urge to go eat things because even before I uh, prep, I wasn't really indulging in like donuts and, and stuff like that. I miss, you know, my usual bullshit, which is just my banana waffles and, uh, I miss my salads. That's really weird. Everyone is like, yo, that's stupid. But, uh, and I miss like eating nut butters on whatever I want, you know. Uh, it, it's amazing really how eye-opening it could be to, I have peanut butter right now. And if I wasn't consciously having to track things, I would have been licking the spoon, the knife. Like, yep. I would have eaten so many more calories without yep. even being aware of it. 
or you know just picking little things here and there when I'm cooking, uh, when I'm putting things away. I have this urge to like take a piece of meat, like want to put mm-hmm. some turkey in my mouth, some chicken or some rice, and I have to stop myself and be like, oh, I can't do that. Yeah, I'm like my my rice grams went down to 90. If I eat just even like a bite, that's already going to push me back up to like yeah. 100 or, you know, so it's like it they it's come down for a reason. I can't just take little nibbles here and there. It's set words at for a reason. So mm-hmm. um, having that habit or that subconscious thing where I'm wanting to reach for things, it just kind of shows you like how much you used to do it before. Yeah. And I think for me, I think my my taste buds have changed because like like my partner will get like French fries or something and I'll just try one and like it doesn't taste as good as it used to taste. So it's like I don't actually know what I'm going to want to eat besides a donut, you know, like I'm not going to know what I'm actually going to enjoy after this because my whole taste buds have changed completely. Yeah, that is uh you know it does change and right now really gross shit tastes good to me because i'm so hungry (laughs) i'm eating mustard with chicken i love mustard i put mustard (laughs) on like it's it's like zero calories so it yeah it is it tastes good i really want ketchup with it though but i can't (laughs) (laughs) they have sugar they have zero calorie ketchup you just have to find it i saw that they had five calorie ketchup but I, I didn't see the zero. But also, I'm already using zero calorie syrup in like my uh, my morning breakfast, and I could do. I've noticed a little bit of sugar-free stuff, but when I start using it a lot, that's mm. when it starts to fuck with me, and I get like bubble gut or bloating, and I'm just like, uh, I'm just gonna try to keep it to a minimum, so that I cannot feel like complete shit all the time. But uh, I'm definitely, this has been a, a complete overhaul to what I'm used to, you know. It's just very little fiber. I'm used to so much fiber, big salads, vegetables, all that stuff. So my calories are not that much lower than they were before, you know, this new meal plan. It's just different foods. So it's kind of like this this living example of how much of a difference eating higher volume foods can be eating higher fiber foods because it's so much more satisfying it keeps Mm -hmm. you full longer that sort of stuff now i'm just like rice chicken still hungry i'm gonna (laughs) wait two hours so i get to eat the next thing and then my favorite meal of the day i get to eat cereal and that lasts like two seconds and it's like the most joyous two seconds of my day but And I've noticed that you have gotten hate, you know, to move towards what our topic is going to be. I've noticed that you've gotten hate on social media. Not really hate, but, like, people are saying, like, this isn't what you promote. Like, why are you eating this way? Like, you're not eating healthy. Like, this isn't sustainable. Like, I see someone at least comment something or ask you something of that at least once a day. Yeah, I've tried so hard to like differentiate between what this is versus what I normally do and what I recommend and what I don't recommend. I think that's been the hardest for me because I have this, I feel like this kind of moral obligation to be making sure that I'm 
living what I preach or, you know, that sort of thing, which I 100% would be. This is just a different situation. This is, this is the sport of it. You know, bodybuilding isn't necessarily a healthy thing because you are pushing yourself to an extreme, you know? So, I mean, doesn't mean that I still am not going to promote what is healthy. So I'm trying to do both, but, um, yeah, I generally promote vegetables as much as you can and whole foods and I'm I'm eating completely different you know I've got some cereals rice only one of my meals has a handful of kale in it and that's all I'm eating as far as vegetables go um so yeah someone did ask like is this supposed to be healthy this seems like extreme or something and it's just like yeah no i never never said it was healthy um, <laughs> it's not definitely correct there but this is it's temporary and that's what i'm trying to to emphasize it has a reason it's a short-term reason and it's not something that i would ever recommend for anyone one thing it does show is yeah you can lose weight and eat rice and carbs does it mean that it's going to make you less hungry no if I didn't have an end goal, I would be eating way more rice and cereal and carbs, but it's very controlled. So just that's something to keep in mind. <laughs> I could go for some Reese's Puffs or Cocoa Puffs <laughs> right now. Oh, man. You know, when I'm bulking, though, I can see myself kind of like keeping the cereal because okay. I do get full pretty easily. So maybe that's something I'll keep in just so I can like not there are there have been times where I've been like tired of food because I do eat a pretty whole foods diet and so I get full pretty quickly so maybe that will be something that'll stay but I don't know we'll see cool so I know that we also wanted to talk about something that I have seen everywhere on social media on YouTube and things like that um, so if you are into fitness, you probably heard of the company Gymshark. Um, they are a fitness clothing company um, that normally promotes very fit-looking, aesthetically pleasing individuals um, on their Instagram and their YouTube and, and all their other social media platforms. But they posted this post um, a couple of days a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago already, um, showing this woman with. Um, Gymshark clothes on, and in one picture, her her Gymshark pants are up, so her stomach fat isn't hanging out. And then in the next picture, her stomach fat is hanging out. Um, and there has been outrage over this <laughs> post and people saying, Gymshark, you know, this isn't acceptable. Why are you why are you promoting unhealthy bodies? Like all of this stuff, and like obese to beast made a video about it. Um Greg made a video about it, like all like it's just the amount of hate comments that they got, like I could not fathom how some people think of this woman's body. And this and this woman is healthy. Like she is not yeah. like she's not obese. She is not overweight. This is just what a normal body looks like. Yeah. And honestly, it only kind of like looks the way it looks because of where or how the leggings are placed, I would yes. say. Like, literally almost anyone would look the same in that situation. Uh, so it's funny because a lot of people were relating it to the health at every size thing, mm -hmm. being like, oh, Gymshark's gone soft. Like, y'all got 
crazy and now you're you're moving over to to that side uh like for some for example some of the uh the uh, comments um yo i can't yeah i think i saw something about confidence won't unclog your arteries yep yep i saw that too yeah but she's not fat so that's like she looks fine like there is nothing unhealthy looking about her whatsoever so it's weird that people can translate this photo into something uh completely over the top this isn't like a I don't want to like name drop to like be like oh this is healthy this is not but it's not like they recruited Tess Holiday for a Gymshark shoot you know so there's Correct. way 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 more of a difference between what has been represented as like mm-hmm. the health at every size versus this just as just like an average person you know it, it's not Gymshark I think is just they it's usually like crazy aesthetic that like yep. how the hell is that it it's like it has to be photoshopped or they're enhanced that kind of crazy aesthetic so maybe it was just kind of a shocker <laughs> i also think this is a great marketing like this is a great marketing campaign like you are trying to appeal to a different audience now um which is smart because normally like if you appeal to the aesthetically pleasing that's who that's who's going to buy your stuff but they want to market a little bit out maybe people starting off at the gym and I'm not saying that this woman is just starting off at the gym that's not what I'm saying all I'm saying is that they want to try to make other people feel better and to help people buy them buy their clothes yeah um i think that is also something to keep in mind with everything is uh, <laughs> with all these companies that are starting to go this direction, you can't make the mistake that they actually care. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know they're in for the money. It's a business move, you know. So, uh, but their comments were great though. Like their yeah. their comments back to the other people. I will say that they, I think they do care at least a little bit, um, yeah. or else they wouldn't have backfired what they did um yeah and told people to unfollow them and you know leave if you don't like what you see um and things like that because i know that gymshark also has a trans person now under their line yeah and they also have the world's strongest gay man under their line so they do have a pretty diverse um athlete pool yeah i think well that's kind of more of a new development i they used to be very they were kind of the uh, the only, like, the most aesthetic team ever. You know, I think there's a lot of people didn't like them because it was, like, the fake natties. Uh, <laughs> so it's, like, they claim to be natural, but they're not. And so they're, like, oh, Gymshark, blah, blah, blah. But maybe they are finally kind of catching on and changing their their image a little bit, which I think basically they, they realize they have to. You know, the world is pivoting everything is changing so i and in a nutshell in the in the big grand picture grand scheme of things it's a good thing uh i just uh think that logical common sense people did not 
in any way, shape, or form think that this woman was unhealthy or, or <laughs> overweight or whatever. It's just like, there's always those extreme thinkers on either side, you know? So it's like on this side, there's these people who think that only women with, with like visible six-pack abs are worthy of Gymshark. And then there's the other side that's like, fuck Gymshark, whatever, because like they should have at least, you know, Tess Holiday be marketing for them. So modeling for them and... So, you know what? It was a good middle ground. Bravo, Gymshark, for having that <laughs> middle ground voice. It's just something that I haven't stopped seeing since since it posted, um, like, videos on YouTube. Almost every person I follow made a video about it. And it's just, it's crazy to think that these that the fitness community really thinks that way. Um there are a lot of the people in the fitness community thinks that way. Like it's, it's kind of sad to think that they value the way people look more than I mean, like the person itself. Yeah, I mean, honestly, that that that, that is the fitness industry. You know, that's why it yeah. exists. So, I think uh, it's only been till recently where it started to kind of include the whole picture of health versus just what you look like, but that's still kind of a new development. And most people do get into fitness for uh, aesthetic reasons or, you know, what we call surface or, you know, whatever. So it's, it's just, everyone has their own reasons. It really doesn't matter. But uh, I think that it's good that we are kind of broadening what health and fitness is and mm -hmm. realizing that it's more than just what you look like and it's still okay to exercise to improve what you look like i think if it's all okay to. it is not yeah. toxic it is not toxic right. to want to have goals that are fitness related that are weight loss or uh, i can't talk that are weight loss related <laughs> it is not toxic to want to get in your steps every day it is not toxic to track your food every day unless unless you're doing it to punish yourself. Then that that's different. But most of the time, you are okay. You're good. Yeah. I think there's this new up-and-coming... Well, I don't know if it's, like, up-and-coming, but there's this idea that be, if you even so much as start tracking your food or start tracking your weight or step on the scale every day, that not only is it immediately obsessive, but it's going to become immediately obsessive and you will automatically develop some sort of disorder from doing so. However, in my experience, both personally and with working with people, the more that people wait, like step on the scale every morning, mm -hmm. the more desensitized you come to it actually be yep. a problem or like yep. messing with your brain because you start to learn, oh, it's just a number. Mm -hmm. Oh, my body is changing, even if the scale's not. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, my body fluctuated, but I did have a late meal last night, or I am stressed, or I did have some extra carbs, and then you see it go back down the next day or the day after that, and then you just kind of start to learn more of what the the scale sees and how it's not. Oh, I gained five pounds of fat overnight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
I have had a few clients when they started with me, they didn't want to weigh in every weigh in every day. And I said, okay, at first, like you don't have to, like we'll get used to it every three times a week. And then when I upped it to every single day, they're like, oh, like this really isn't that bad. And they'll and they'll be like, oh, hey, my weight like is up three pounds. And I'm like, that's okay. Like you didn't gain three pounds of fat overnight. Like it's not possible. You did not eat that that many calories. So like doing that, it gets them to realize like their own body and what they need um, and what they require to lose weight. Like for me, it's all about teaching them so they don't need us one day. Yeah, exactly. We're just kind of, I always say, I'm just your training wheels. So yes. I'm here to uh, help keep you just in case you, you tip over a little too far or maybe mm -hmm. uh, stop you from running into any trash cans along the way down the hill. <laughs> so I'm here for that. And it's funny because for some people, I think I had a client ask me once if I've ever had, you know, someone be self-efficient and were able to leave and be totally fine on their own. And it's like, yeah, of course, you know, that's basically the point. That's mm -hmm. it's going to happen, you know, leave, leave the nest. I know it's going to happen as much as I love keeping you around and I will, you know, there's no limit. You could stay with me forever, kind of like how I'm going to be staying with my coach because it's just nice to, to have a different perspective and have that support. Uh, I've had clients that have stayed with me for years. So it's all about the individual and what you want or your need. Mm -hmm. There's no rules to it. You don't have to leave after X amount mm -hmm. of time. And you don't have to stay for, you know, X amount of time. Although I do recommend three months at least because otherwise, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that was my, I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long week for the both of us. But yes. in three weeks, we get to record a podcast live in person. Or two or however yes. many we want to. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be that's gonna be good. Like, we get to meet each other for the first time. Like, no, I, I don't know how many people don't know that we've never met each other in real life. <laughs> nope. They're like, well, then how did you meet? And I'm like, well, Instagram. And then he's my coach now. And then we were bored during quarantine, so we decided to start a podcast. That we have no <laughs> idea why, but we did anyway. And now you guys love it. Hopefully, you're not lying <laughs> to us. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it'll be good to actually have what we've kind of been envisioning for so long actually occur. And we both kind of have diet brain right now. So for, <laughs> we didn't even have a, like we came on here like, so what do we what do we talk about? <laughs> if I anyone forgot, like we set a time to record the podcast and then 20 minutes, 30 minutes before it started, we're like, what are we going to talk about? It's just because like that's not what we're thinking about right now but it's a priority for us because we want to put out content for you guys yeah and i think you know something we should do soon is like a q a maybe we yes. can both you and i could throw some that question thing up on instagram and get people just to have podcast questions uh cool. so you know maybe just next an idea. Week, yeah 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 we can do that for next week i think that would be it's hard because I, I feel like I want to interact with our audience and with podcasting, that's hard to do. You don't really know who your audience is unless they leave a review. So whoever is listening, let us know who you are because you know, just want to feel like we're not talking to ourselves. <laughs> yep. Like we're not crazy, but we are. So that's okay. That's true. 
<laughs> but at this point, they're probably like, I don't know why I'm listening to this still. This is weird. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add? Um, let's see. I don't think so. I think the only, the last thing that was really a thought of mine this week was how uncomfortable intentional weight loss makes people feel. Because even through this, for me, I'm talking about weight loss because that's what I'm doing right now. A lot of, um, well, I mean, not physically a lot this week, but that's my Same. my focus. That's <laughs> that's what we're you know we're aiming for. Uh, and I've you know I, I've talked about this before too, where I just feel like I'm constantly having to justify what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and it just makes people really really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think one of the biggest reasons behind that is because when you talk about weight loss or you start losing weight, it kind of shows people what is possible and that it is in their control. So when they see that, there's this automatic like, oh shit, I do have power over this. This is my responsibility. I can't really like pass the blame off or whatever. Um, so I think maybe that's some of it. But of course, you know, there there's always people who have a history of, of eating disorders and it it's, could seem like dangerous and that stuff too what are your thoughts I will say that like I I haven't gotten like why are you losing weight questions because like again I'm still obese in the obese category so it still looks like I have a lot of weight to lose um but people are like asked like they're like why are you still losing weight like why do you want to lose weight and I get questions all the time like how do you do it like like I don't I get a lot of questions a lot of questions that people want to lose weight but they don't know how to start and they're scared and they didn't think it was possible like the post right. I posted the other day that had my three pictures from when I first started my weight loss journey to before prep and then to now that had almost 80,000 like that reached almost 80,000 people wow and I think Crazy. that's one of the most like one of the most I can't talk today. But I think that post has it has reached a lot of people, like probably the most people that I've ever reached. And like, I just want people to know that it's possible that they can do it. Um, I always say that I want to be the person that I wish that I had when I started, because when I started, there were not really any bigger trans men trying to lose weight or any bigger trans men at all in general um, mm -hmm. on Instagram like five years ago. And I don't know yeah. why I just went on this tangent, but <laughs> no, you're good. Keep going. <laughs> I'm here for it. So I just want people to know, like, don't be, you can be scared because it's scary to to lose weight and to not know where to start, but don't not do it because people are telling you it's unhealthy or toxic. You should do it for yourself, not for other people. And if you want to do it and you're not, and you feel like you're not living your best life, because that's how I felt. I felt like I was not living my best life and that I wanted to live a better life. And that's why I started this for myself. Yeah. For sure. And I think everyone comes to terms with what is possible on their own time. Uh, I think that, you know, there's a certain time where people feel hopeless and that's when they might get upset about seeing someone else lose weight or, you know, because they feel like they can't do it. They're hopeless. And it's just like you sharing your journey 
I have no doubt that you're giving people hope and that is like the biggest gift to give. So I feel like it's so funny because I've been getting some comments on YouTube about me sh- me sharing my journey as narcissistic and like I'm <laughs> I'm so self-consumed and I should go save the animals and be putting out fires in California. And I'm like, really? What are you doing right now? Just commenting this on my YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, it's different because you were never like over overweight. Like you were never like obese. You never went you know that you you never went that way you went the other way right yeah like you know so it's like people can see it as you're trying to be narcissistic and you're into yourself but like that's not what it is yeah i mean like if i'm on youtube there's a certain sense of narcissism that has to be that's involved true. but that's true. it's you know whatever like i'm cool with it if you want to you, you got to be somewhat self-consumed but at the same time i have gotten so much hope and help from watching other people's journeys that that's like what I want to give back and I can't imagine what where I would even be if I wasn't able to see other people documenting what they're doing in their journeys it's like I learned so much from other people Mm -hmm. so I feel like it's way less selfish to share your journey than it is to like be telling people how to live their life and just being behind a keyboard being like, oh, why are you doing this bodybuilding contest? Like, this is stupid. You should be saving the animals and talking about <laughs> the forest burning. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you got to do some shit for yourself. End of story. Yes. It's your life. You got to live it how you live it. You only live once. But also, there's nothing wrong with sharing. There's nothing wrong with striving for goals, whether they're aesthetic goals or whatever. No matter how shallow they are. Point of life is to do what makes you happy as long as you're not hurting other people uh, and try to give less fucks about what other what everybody thinks you're always gonna care what people think if anyone says they don't they're lying <laughs> but just don't let it affect your life or your decisions mm-hmm. and that sort of thing yeah and yep. rent that is some <laughs> great um end of the podcast um philosophy to leave them with i can't talk today either diet brain we need some multivitamins up in here (laughs) yep so Uh, to end this podcast i think we will do a question eight quick (laughs) i'm gonna have to do a lot of editing during this (laughs) this is the end of the podcast and next week we are going to do a question and answer podcast So be on the lookout on both of our stories to ask your questions, and that way we won't have to come up with a topic, and you can get your questions answered. It's a win-win. Yeah. Hey, that's a great idea. (laughs) Perfect. So we hope you guys have a great week. Bye.